Shut up and sit down. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Hey yo, summer check. While they do their TikTok snappy chat checking, I'll be checking out of this place. Later, homies. I enjoy riding my bike. But if you think about it, LaCroix, it's just a virgin white claw. And when I'm riding, everything seems alright. Everything seems alright. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. Don't have to worry. Hey, I don't really know what Can't seltzer means, but it sounds rich. No pollution if we run out, I guess I'll still make out a ride. You know what it tastes like? Nothing. And I enjoy riding my bike. And when I'm riding, everything seems all right. Everything seems alright. But you know what cured my indoor kid disease? My mother. Don't come inside till the sun's down. Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Fondering and I'm here with Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking you're looking distant. I'm looking across the table and I'm seeing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's there for you to stare into the deep baby blue eyes matt i'm sorry it's the stash that i stare into (laughs) (laughs) to his left evan price what are we all drinking today but you know lance isn't here so i guess we can distantly ask him but yeah Lacroix. i'm drinking yeah i'm drinking Lacroix like everybody else that's good tangerine tangerine hibiscus Lacroix. i'm drinking buble buble Mm -hmm. strawberry i think strawberry (laughs) mike's got matt's got key lime (laughs) over there key lime yeah. And coming to you via Skype, Lance Epler. Lance Romance coming at you from location, on not location. live. Well, I don't know what it is. Whatever. It's, it's live. I am on location. in uh I'm in Utah. I'm in I'm sitting in Moab, Utah right now. Um, next to a city park that has decent uh cell service and some shade because it's a hundred degrees at one o'clock in the afternoon already. So Ooh. here I am, Ooh. Utah. Ouch. Very cool. Uh, Evan, you kind of had a fun weekend. Why don't you backpedal? Yeah, we, uh, I went up into the woods in Bellingham this last week and for about a day and a half. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I did a solo ride out past around Lake Whatcom and to Mosquito Lake Road, which anybody listening to this, if you know where Mosquito Lake Road is, I'll be super impressed because yes. it's kind of a sneaky road. Kind of like winded its way through the mountains out there. Um, just e- northeast of Lake Wacom. Uh Lake Wacom being a beautiful lake in Bellingham. And uh, we swam in Lake Wacom for a day and then swam at Lake Padden. Um, I have a friend who used to run at Western Washington University who had previously in another trip showed me Lake Padden, which is where a lot of the, the runners go there. It's like you this. You have a friend? I have one friend up there. That's good. One for two friends, actually. It's wow. where Derek lives now. Yeah. Yeah, I actually dropped off some mountain bike goggles to Derek. Ah, yeah, he's um, he's mountain biking now pretty consistently. So this is northern Washington for those international yes. listeners. Basically, in almost Northwest. Canada. Almost. It's it's about as close to yeah. city as you can get to Canada in Washington. Gotcha. Yep, beautiful area though. If right. you are ever around it, Bellingham is amazing. And me not being a mountain biker, from what Derek's told me, it's better for mountain biking than it is for road biking. And I thought it was great for road biking. Okay. So yeah, cool. beautiful running there too. 
but yeah, then uh, came back, did a track workout this morning, and I'm here. How's the track workout? It was good. Wow. It was good. I, I I always try whenever I do a track workout, I try to nerd out with Matt on like, okay, let's predict what my marathon time would be <laughs> now, or what would my 5K be next? I ran weekend a 33 now? second 200. 200 yeah. Tell me, give me. You know, what is this going to equate <laughs> to? A, give me a marathon time for that. I'm What's an 8K of that conversion? I was just guessing. Give you a number. <laughs> yeah, just to make you happy. I'm able to kind of like hit 400s pretty smooth at like 70 now. Like yeah. 70 is like well within the wheelhouse to like keep on producing. So you need to run a 5K. I think that would be. I think I need to do a 5K. I yeah. think so. I, think I need should, Matt on the bike, on the e-bike, pacing me. I think you should aim for 15 flat and just see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Just to go for it. It sounds fast, but that 72s, 72 yeah. and yeah. you know, 72 in a little bit. Whew, so. Yeah, I would need to chase you on a bicycle. Hey Lance, do you want to backpedal now? I'd be, yeah, what I don't understand what they're talking be, about. What does Lance have to backpedal about? He just like rode across America in a car like he always does. Like, <laughs> well, is Evan done? Are we are we I'm done not, talking about? Why your am I even here if I'm not going to talk about running? That's like what is, is, a, is a, what am I even doing here then? It's triathlon podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, you guys don't get to do your triathlon takeover. There's no Kona this year. Wah, I'm just going to talk about running. I'm just going to talk about running a triathlon whenever I want to now. <laughs> they were as into the world championships as we were. Oh, yeah. They were oh, yeah. in. They were hooked. Everybody is secretly really missing <laughs> Kona. And if you're not, then I that, feel bad for that's, you. <laughs> that's news that we should talk about at that some is. point. We'll bring it up in that a minute. Is. Yes. Very cool. I miss, I miss going to Kona, but uh, <laughs> the race, not so much. I don't think anybody yeah. actually misses doing that race. That race would be terrible to do. But, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. terrible. <laughs> Lance, go ahead and backpedal for us. Well, um, I have been traveling across the uh, western United States. Um, I left with my wife and my dog and the van. We brought uh, uh, mountain bikes and gravel bikes. We did not bring road bikes with us on this trip, so uh, go figure. So we've been having a great time. We uh, stopped in Boise and did some mountain biking at a bike park in Eagle, which was a lot of fun until I, I was showing my wife the pump track. And I'm showing her how to do the pump track, and I'm whipping around the pump track, and I promptly uh, crashed and ripped more skin off my knee. Oh, so geez. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having good luck with the, with the skin on all of my appendages. Were you wearing a helmet uh, at the time? Yes, I was. Okay, good. Now, okay, yeah, there, there is some controversy here because I did post a, a few pictures riding bikes without a helmet, and let me just say, these were. Um, very slow, short rides, one on the beach and one just on a gravel road going. It was like a stop for the dog to run around and we were not yeah, riding caught, fast. Caught red-handed. How many, caught red-handed. No, how, many times I, have I, you, how many times have you crashed in the past two weeks? Um, <laughs> one, two. I have to count. Hold on. Three times. So Three times. A man of your crashing status, do you feel like you should wear helmets? <laughs> Maybe I should. I mean, wear I'm thinking maybe like even when you're not biking, you I think wear he actually just gave it to Piper because when I was watching the video, Piper's running faster than you were biking, yeah. so Piper probably needs the helmet more than Lance does at this point. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you see did you see the video? I'm I'm riding on the beach in in Oregon at the Oregon coast, and I'm doing 20 miles an hour, and the oh, dog is pulling you. away from me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I don't run close. fast, people. I don't run fast. I mean, I don't bike fast. I don't bike fast, and yeah. then it's like I was, that, going, I was going 20 exactly. miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but that was on like the beach. It was like on the sand. You crash. You just you just like how, how do those, into, how do those ribs feel? How do your ribs feel right now? 
Um, my ribs are not good. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I've been here in Moab for the last two days. I've been mountain biking like 25 miles a day. Anyway, um, they they hurt more when I'm getting the bikes out of the van than when I'm actually riding the bike. So I think they're healing up, but they're just not oh. quite there yet. But I'll, I'll be all right. Be so. careful. Be careful out there. <laughs> I've been having a blast. My wife has been – we picked up a mountain bike for my wife before we left, and we've we've been riding around on the trails um, in Moab area, and it's just been super cool to run with the dog and ride with my wife, and we've just been having – we've been having a great time. So it's all good. Nice. So my week's been good. Oh, there is one ride I did want to talk about. When I – on the way out, we stopped in Provo for a couple days, um, Provo, Utah, because my son is living in Provo, and um, we were helping him move into a new house that he's renting, and uh, I took the morning off, or, or they, my wife and my son released me for the morning so I could go do a gravel ride one day. I picked this route that went through the mountains next to Provo and Springville. If you know that area, it looked like it was a decent gravel route, but like the first 25 miles, there was almost 5,500 feet of climbing, which was really hard. And once I hit the gravel road, it was huge rocks, dirt road, not really gravel. I should have been on the mountain bike. It, it was like really difficult gravel riding, but I ended up having a blast I, it was like 55 miles and it took me almost five hours to do that's how hard the riding was but uh i you know i survived it so that was kind of crazy it's a lot of climbing to get up there and find a not well maintained road i don't know if it's not no. maintained but whatever <laughs> I mean, it, at the point at that point i'm like okay do i turn around and go back i'm like no i'm like committed at this point yeah. i'm gonna see this whole loop through so i'm just gonna keep going so was the view worth but, it? What's that? Was the view worth the 5,500 feet the, of pure gravel the, climbing? The, the view was amazing. Now, that 5,500 feet, only the first – wait, no, let me think. The first 1,500 feet was on a paved road, and then the next 3,000 feet were on, were on gravel. Yeah, it was hard. That's, that is very rough. It was, it was rough. <laughs> Fun, but that yeah, that's my week. That's enough of that. Cool, Matt. How about you? Uh, I'm still um, bothering Jake on a daily basis to get a bike put together. So we'll see about that soon. So no biking this week. Um, I swam a ridiculous amount. I actually swam mm-hmm. every day this week. You swam every day. Every day. Like all these people are like, man, I wish I could swim. You know, pools are closed. Blah blah blah. And all I'm, like, I'm doing is biking. I'm like, I swam. <laughs> Sorry to, you know, spit in your face, but I swam every day. I swam, I think. Open water and in the pool or in the pool? Five days of open water swimming and two days of pool swimming. You're my idol right now. I need to be more like Matt. Well, I probably didn't swim that much volume. You're taking the exact opposite of every other triathlete in the world right now. Where every other triathlete's like, I'm doing a lot of Zwifting and bike riding right Right. now. And Matt's like, I'm swimming too much. I'm going (laughs) to win the first (laughs) event of triathlon, come out, just take my time. Uh Uh-huh. Get on the new bike, which you will have just bought at that time. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, we'll just Jake, call it. Jake will be putting it together in T1 as you are getting out of the water. I'll just be like, no, race is over. This is a, <laughs> this is a swim race. How do you shift? Yeah. Swim, Jake, swim, I'm sorry swim. I'm not there to uh, uh, help you. you. It sounds like we're 
being you're being taken over by stinking triathletes again. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. the only reason I'm here, really. <laughs> awesome. Is that it? Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been working a well, lot. Yeah. I've been working a stupid amount. Swam so. seven days. There's the back battle. Boom. <laughs> I work. I swam every day. It's great. Very nice. Uh, mine, real quick. Um, I had another solid week. I had eleven and a half hours on the bike. Yep. I commuted to work every single day. Two weeks in a row. You, we talked about this before. Are you counting your commutes towards your 11 hours now or yeah. not? Yeah, because you're not doing it on the e-bike now. No, I only so did one ride on the e-bike. Okay. So cool. um, all of the other rides have been on there. And I was actually doing a little bit of work a few times. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, I know that there was one ride in particular where it was 20 minutes. And my normalized power, if I'm not mistaken, was like 285 or 290 for that 20 minutes. Solid work. So, that's a lot of work. I mean, when you throw a... 20 pound backpack on you as well that really yeah. starts to add up yeah and Especially jake's volume is just increasing naturally from being you know i mean what you you had 40 minutes guaranteed oh no more 45 minutes almost uh, it's, it's about that about 40, about 40 minutes, minutes yeah. each week yeah yep. or, or each, each day, day. Yeah. yeah yeah that's nice that won't be the case this week i broke my streak today i was kind of sad about that but there was just too many things that required a vehicle for the day so um today ends and that was the other was thing. Hot. When I left my house this morning at like 9.30, it was already 81 degrees. It's yeah. going to be about 100 here today. So <laughs> toasty. Ugh. But um, aside from that, I did get on the uh, the what was it, the gravel bike a few times. I did Zwift a couple times to spell my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then we went out and did Tres Lagos again, the, the three laps around the lake yeah. on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I saw that you were going to make that like a thing. Or trying to, yeah. And I like that idea. There's more people that are starting to come out. I know that... Um, Sean and Nels didn't come out this past week. Sean said he was just completely shelled uh, from work and working out and whatever. But um, I did have uh, Scott Troutman came out and Beef Mountains. Mike McIvan came out. So, the um, man himself. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things. You know that we always say if you want to get strong on the bike, go ride with people that are faster than you. And uh, Mike McIvan is definitely faster than uh, a lot of people right now. So, um, chased him around, and I actually did a better job of holding onto his wheel than I thought I would. I was a little bit fatigued and tired going into that ride, but I still gave it my all. And um, I thought he beat me by more, but when I went back and looked at the final, um, it's a, there's a three-lap segment called Trace Lagos. Oh, okay. I think he beat me by yeah. just like a minute and change. So, Do you guys go yeah. like slow, medium, hard kind of on the three three loops? Or <laughs> no, I think Mike probably just went hard, hard, fast, hard. fast, and then this, faster. This week yeah. was three hard laps. So okay. um, in the past, we've done like a warm-up lap, hard on the second lap, and like a tempo for the finish. And, and it just kind of like bounces around. Okay. I'd, I'd love to see more people show up and just kind of mm-hmm. let the ride, based on how people are feeling, dictate itself. And people want to try a breakaway, then go, go do your thing. Yeah, that'd so, be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a good workout. And I think my yeah. normalized power after the, the Trace Loggers, which was like an hour and 15 minutes, was 310 watts. So that's big. That's like an hour, right? Hour and fifteen minutes. Hour and fifteen, yeah. So it was a, uh, it was pretty good. It was fun. Dang. I think Mike wasn't too far off of that. I just had like twenty five pounds on him. So yeah. And there's some hills. Like red climbs. There's a few. Fun. There's a few yeah. hills in there. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that yeah. was my week, and uh, this coming week will be a kind of a down week. Um, going camping. Gonna go mm-hmm. up to Lost Lake. I'm still yeah. like kind of on the fence. I don't know which bike to take with me. Uh, there's good road riding up there. Yeah. There's a good. Uh, there's good gravel riding, if I'm not mistaken, yep. and there's some mountain mm-hmm. biking up there as well. So I need to figure out which bike I I'm would bring. Take. Your I gravel, gravel. I was going to say gravel. gravel. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I was leaning towards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. would normally take all of them, except yeah. for everybody right. in my family's bringing a bike, so I can only take one. I think gravel, long. and you could probably because some of the trails. Barrett should bring his mountain bike. Yeah, he'll yeah. probably have more fun than mountain everybody bikes. will be on a mountain bike. Yeah, uh, for me, it's either going to be it. I was I had it narrowed down to mountain just to be like everybody else, or 
the gravel bike and I was leaning towards the gravel bike. Yeah. Some of the trails like around the lake itself aren't so comp like your gravel bike, you'll be able to handle it. Sure. But I think there are some awesome gravel roads up there too. that go really far. We talked about maybe using that as one of our like century gravel locations. Really? Yeah. There's some good stuff. Well, you just helped me make up my mind. Yeah. So appreciate that. Is there a gravel race out there? <clears throat> Mm, there's I don't, I don't know not yet i don't there's think so roads. not yeah. yet no okay. cool mm. all right the lead out news brought to you by garmin connect <laughs> <laughs> um champ bailey you on the phone champ bailey did you go along with uh, lance on champ, this little adventure champ is here champ <laughs> is here but he is across halfway across the country but coming at you live on location uh champ bailey yes what do we have the the big thing that happened was Garmin was attacked by a ransomware attack and their servers shut down for almost four days. So anybody who records running or cycling or fitness activities on Garmin could not upload their their rides and runs and it was a little frustrating for a lot of people. It lasted about four days. Um, we're recording this on Monday afternoon, and it was late Sunday night when they finally were able to start uh, uploading again. So mm -hmm. um, it was uh, a little nuts. There was a, a lot of question. Garmin was pretty cryptic about what happened, but it sounds like there was a Russian hacker that um, attacked the, uh, the Garmin site and we're holding a 10 million dollar ransom to clear all the ransomware mm -hmm. off their thing i don't know if garmin was able to solve the issue themselves or if they paid the ransom that i don't know yet um as of this moment but um it was uh it was messy um it, for, for somebody like me who uses a garmin several times a day um it was it was very irritating um I started recording rides from my Apple Watch, um, which worked, or just from using the Garmin, or pardon me, the Strava app. Um, that also worked, but neither of those things record power, which meant I didn't have power numbers for any of my rides, which was uh, annoying. But that's just, I mean, for four days, big deal, whatever. So the thing so, to do is definitely like use your Garmin as normal <laughs> and then um, plug it into the computer using this little cord they call USB. Yep, it it's works a, perfect. Wait, what? And then you, you, manually, you manually upload it to Strava. Yes. Yeah. But that's a lot of work, and you're mm -hmm. on location. But, uh, so. I am, yeah, I was not, that was not an option for me, okay. really. <laughs> so where, where I was traveling. And luckily I have, you know, an Apple Watch, or I could use the app if I wanted to do that, and that was the backup for me. But, um, yeah, it made it a little bit messy. So I think that what um, they do with these ransomware things is they they snag access to the database and the database runs the site and all the things like that and then they encrypt it and so they're they're not like moving it or shutting it down they encrypt everything and then they have the password and to get that password it's a ten million dollar you know little bounty there so uh, the, the uh, <laughs> you're all you're all welcome I I help pay that off <laughs> sure we get that back. well I didn't the, want the Ru you know Russians having my heart rate data like they can't know where my zone three is so and yeah. I think that well I mean they the other part of that is um, now that the Garmin has um, credit card information on devices and things like that, all that mm -hmm. information. Yep. Well, and that, that stuff is, is 
is encrypted and then it was encrypted again because of the ransomware. So it's not necessarily like, you know, they were just going to have access to your credit card or anything crazy like that, or even probably other data that's sensitive. But I would say that, you know, it's such a massive amount of data. Garmin yeah. should obviously back it up and they probably did have some sort of offsite backup for, yeah. for that because they're probably they either have their own data center or they're using some other large company data center like Amazon yeah. for that much data. It's a ton of data. And so just moving that much data around would take yeah. Day, yeah. like days. I think so. actually the, the, the primary driver behind this was Team Katusha uh, wanted good threshold data on oh. all the American teams because they were very nervous yeah. with guys like Sepp Kuss coming through that they were like, we need to know exactly where he cracks just, heart rate wise. Let's just see that. So they just hired a Russian hacker and they're like, go do this for us real quick and yeah. get our team $10 million so we can While do you're at the it. best doping. Yeah. Katusha. So watch all out right. for Team Katusha this year. They're going to be big they're this gonna, year. Zacharin's winning everything. Yeah. No drug test. Testing. Zero drug testing in We're Russia good. right now. We're yeah, safe. They're set. Crazy times. The, Conspiracy the theory. Rumor, Conspiracy theory. The, ru- <laughs> the rumor behind the uh, attack was a was a Russian hacker who actually has is behind several other big attacks that is is wanted by the FBI and the U.S. They actually know who he is, but he lives in Moscow and he's not um, he's not attacking Russian companies, and so. He is as long as he doesn't leave Moscow, he's fine. Yeah. That's that's the uh, wow. the rumor I've heard. But yeah, he's he wanted also, all over the world, everywhere if else. I'm not so go figure. Too from an article that I was reading, he's doing a lot of work for the whatever the KGB is called these days. So he's yeah. uh, he's kind of in in bed with the the Russian government. He's in so. bed with the right people. Yes. Yeah. 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 Rolling around. So I'll know, tell you what. What an awful like line of work. Like I mean, come Hacking? on. Yeah. Like, how awful a human being are you? It's like you oh, just yeah. ruin people's lives from an armchair. Like, jeez, right? you're an awful human being. Just yeah. terrible he, uh, he He drives a $250,000 uh, Lamborghini, just so you know. Lambo. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. That's got like a custom be, paint job. Nice. I, I know from yeah. experience that the Lamborghini <laughs> yeah, is yeah, do, how, do how's extremely that well <laughs> on icy conditions <laughs> in Ooh, Moscow. They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they're, built, they're built for, you know, going over anything on ice. Oh, yeah. Lambo. Well, maybe that was what the ten million dollars was going to be for. Was he was like, I'm just getting tired of the Lambo. I That's need possible. different cars. I need to lift it, put <laughs> some uh, four wheel drive yeah. on it, yeah. <laughs> put a lift on it. And for this, this guy's an expert. He's like, Garmin's easy. This is going to be <laughs> this is target. this is taking candy from a baby right here. <laughs> uh, Garmin's worth what was it five billion dollars? That's their mar- that's their market okay. cap right now. So I they have that ten million bucks. I wonder if they paid it. I don't know. I, well, I was also Good reading question. that it's against the law for them to pay that ransomware. I think, I think Jake's right yeah. on that. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that there was something. Well, I thought that that maybe is why they've been so quiet. They're like, server maintenance. This is maintenance. <laughs> no, everyone knows what happened, Garmin. And they're like, no, no, don't know what you're talking about. Four days of maintenance. Uh, we don't, just needed don't four look. days to clear. We're, we're, missing, we're missing $10 million from our yeah. you know, spreadsheet. Don't mind that. That was uh, It's now $10 a month. Consulting fee. <laughs> yeah. Got to pay that for some, uh, yeah, server yeah, All of a sudden, there's a monthly charge. Yeah, no reason. Exactly. No, no reason. Yeah. Pay, pay no attention to this. <laughs> Any other news? Uh, there was some racing in Spain. Uh, the big news there, um, Van Vluten, the female phenom from Spain, she won three races at, uh, in four days in Spain. So wow. she was kind of killing it. So she's still um, Yeah. Other than that, there really isn't a whole lot of other news happening. There, there is a 
there is a uh, a stage race that's been happening in Georgia. I heard the that. tour of yeah. No- yeah, the tour of Northern Georgia. We actually yep. had a few people from the Portland area go out to do the race. I believe Vegan um, Cyclist is there as well. Lance. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I I have no idea what the results are because uh, I'm a bit disconnected right now and I didn't care. So there you go. <laughs> also, Kona is officially canceled. The Kona okay. World Championship. Yeah, actually, I really anybody. don't care about that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and in actual also racing news, uh, Christian Blumenfeld won the Austrian National Championship, which actually did happen. It was a triathlon, I believe, Olympic distance triathlon that happened oh, okay. this last weekend, which <laughs> may be the only national championship. Yikes. To go down outside of the cycling Slovenia national championship, yeah, which, which is run by Roglic. So there's going to be a really small list of national champions going into 2021. Fun. Hey, the people want to know. They want to know from a PT. Oh God, I didn't know. They've been riding so much more. They want to know why are their hips tight. Hey, Not wait, Jake. Hey, Jake. Speedos hey, Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> They want to know. Ask a PT. Actually, you know what would help your hips would be swimming, which would require a speedo. Yes. Okay, 60 seconds. Hold Hold on. on. Time out. Time out. What were you going to say there, Lance? I was going to say Champ Bailey out. Oh, can't forget that. Oh, man. Please move along. Nobody cares. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Clock is going. So, obviously, we have hit COVID. More people are like, this would be a great time to do a massive zone two block in my training. And by massive, I mean eight to nine months in length of just nothing but long weekend rides. Let's say that you're not used to that type of training. And all of a sudden, you are trying to go everywhere to get a different bike fit and nothing is working for you. And your hips are getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And as your cycling fitness increases, you're like, I really hope this will not interrupt my training cycle, which has been perfect. Or in Lance's word, the 500-day two cyclocross state championship training cycle. (laughs) So as a cyclist, this is going to seem very obvious, but you really have to think about this. It is an incredibly linear sport, the same motor pattern over and over and over again. So how do you maintain variability in movement while getting specifically fast in that motor pattern? I would like to look at somebody like Peter Sagan. Look at how that man trains, trains in different planes. He strength trains. He also, if you plugged him on a soccer field, would probably not move too bad side to side. So as a cyclist this next year, let's say you are now, we're going to enter winter. Let's say you did not race in 2020. We are going into that 2021 spring season. What should you do that winter? You should really build up a lot of your hip rotator strength. That means side to side movement. That means single leg balance. If you're really not a fan of doing that in concentration, you should consider sports like Pick up soccer indoors. A lot of side-to-side movement. Very good there. Pick up basketball with your kids. Anything that gets you moving laterally and gets you out of that motor pattern that is straight back and forth. Also, things like yoga are great. They get you moving out of that like same motor pattern just like we talked about. So the the biggest thing is not just over it's not just stretching and massages. That's not going to give you that hip variability and movement. You have to train that. So My best advice for you, oh man, I'm hitting two minutes here. My best advice for you is consider something outside of your scope and give it a try this year going before 2020 race season. Boom, out. Two minutes, 10 seconds. (laughs) Good good advice. 213. Okay, but yeah. Do you do anything at the Dowd Endurance Lab that might help me with that, Evan? Absolutely, we do. We do small little group classes and one-on-one training, or you can come and see a PT, which would be me here. But yeah, it's, it's crucial as a cyclist, specifically as a cyclist, to try and get out of that plane, especially as you're 
training load builds up and up, you do not want to have to hit a big training block because of that. Very cool. I think that's some good advice, some good information. Um, in that medical vein, mm-hmm. how about we do another Med Student Minute with Tom? Med Tonk? Student Minute with Tom. <laughs> From a m- much younger, more vibrant, more intelligent person here, Jesse Tonkinson. <laughs> All right, let's give it a listen. He, uh, he did another bit for us, sent it in, and we're going to listen to it right now. The question today is, to what ends will people go to not exercise? What's up, Dialed Podcast? It's your favorite Cat 3 med student here, Tonk. Welcome to Med Minute, the segment where we dive into some interesting research to help us become better athletes. Today, we talk about how exercise can sharpen your mind and help stave off dementia. In a University of California study, a team of researchers dived into the idea that couch potatoes or you know otherwise inactive people and in this case mice can receive similar cognitive benefits and overall regenerative you know physiological changes that can be almost reversed by exercising in this group they had you know two inactive m- mice populations one of them they dubbed the couch potato mice who you know wouldn't exercise and then the other group who was overall inactive they gave them a wheel. And so then they would, you know, exercise every day because I guess that's what you do when you're stuck in a cage. Kind of like what we did in quarantine for a long time. Um, But all that to say is the group that didn't regularly exercise were actually provided an infusion of a liver enzyme that they had, you know, thought would benefit the mice in a very similar way as the active group. Um, The conclusion of the study was that the rodents getting the blood and the liver enzyme from the active mice also grew roughly twice, twice as many neurons in the region of the brain involving learning and memory. And the team's you know, report in their publication in Science is that this infusion into the couch potato mice was comparable to the rodents who directly exercised. So I'm always blown away at to what ends researchers and pharmaceutical companies will go to. Um, And they went as far as saying it was, quote unquote, very tantalizing, you know, that you could eventually put this into a pill and people would be able to receive the cognitive benefits of the exercise and, you know, the exercise induced physiological changes, um, opposed to just potentially doing the exercise themselves. You know, all that with the, you know, acknowledgement that some people maybe aren't able to do the exercise. So perhaps this question is oversimplified, but if you weren't able to exercise, would you take this cognitive boosting pill? Let me know what you think. Thanks, Dow Podcast. Have a great week. Tonk, not only would I take the pill. He's got the voice for radio. He does. He's good. It's a silky voice. Not only would I take the pill. I'm currently hooked up to an IV to Evan's bloodstream right now. (laughs) I'm just telling Evan, Evan, I would give him a whip or two and I said, get back to work, get back to exercising. I got to get my cognitive skills up. Yeah. This is where, remember last week when Lance was like, you need to be doing it for somebody outside yourself when things get tough. I think in my head, I'm doing this for Matt right now. (laughs) (laughs) Matt needs my blood. Matt needs my blood and he's probably going to whip me if I don't. That's great. Thanks, Tonk. I don't know. Would you guys take it? No. Heck yeah. No. Lance? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, you I mean, would, yeah. here's the problem. Like, we're all going to exercise because we like exercising yeah. anyway. So I'm guessing it's one of those things where it's like you're going to take this pill that's going to do the same thing that you're already doing. But it's not. I don't. I don't. I, I believe this is all HS. So I don't. <laughs> I don't think I would take it. I would take it if I couldn't exercise. And his question was, right. would you take it if you couldn't exercise? 
If I couldn't exercise, I would. I wouldn't take it in lieu of exercise. I still wouldn't take it because I guarantee there's going there's some sort of repercussions. You lose all your arms and all your legs, and all you can do is still the centipede. You're just gonna do the centipede still for the rest of your life. It. I would do the centipede for the rest of my life. Crunches, no lie, crunches. I'm not making that up. I, I have a firm stance on active over passive everything, so I that falls so firmly under the passive activity that quadriplegic. It, no, wouldn't. I'd find some other way. Really? Yeah. We'll have science on replaceable bionic limbs that can produce an aerobic effect prior to that <laughs> becoming know, the they, thing. They do that sell that thing now that you can put in your mouth and you like chew on it to get a, a they call it like more of a square jaw your line. Your jaw muscle. Yeah. Have you guys seen that I would become the greatest gum chewer <laughs> then of all time. I would do anything. I see uh, I see people who there was a guy I was just watching Kona from last year who did <laughs> Kona with two you know two uh, uh the the, the cheetah legs, yeah. Yeah. Guy made it all the way through Kona with that. Yeah. yeah. Pe- you'll people will find a way. Well, yeah. there you have it. Thanks again, Tonk. Appreciate that. Let's jump into our topic for today, the Midsummer Check. Midsummer Check. Midsummer Check. Is this the middle of the summer? Yeah, yeah sure. it is. Pretty it's much getting getting towards the yeah, It's like 100 we're degrees today. We're getting so that's the middle the of the summer. Yeah. Like August is like, what, yeah. this week or next this weekend? Next yeah. next week, yeah. No, this weekend. I this think. weekend. Maybe even like later this week. Oh, it's Saturday. You're right. August 1st yeah, Today's Saturday. 27th, so it's yeah. what, in four days? Yeah, Saturday's <laughs> August 1st. Good golly, this month has gone by fast. Summer's flying by. Yeah. All right, so in the mid-summer check, we just wanted to run through a bunch of stuff. We want to talk about maybe some equipment you should consider addressing. Does it need service? Does it need to be replaced based on the usage that you've put into it thus far? Um, Some other stuff, too, like what's in store for us for the rest of the summer with new products. Got the Tour de France coming up. Got adventures we're going on. Should we be training for 2021 right now? Question mark? Question question <laughs> so let's jump into it um lance do you have anything that you would like to talk about in any of that stuff that we just mentioned well i'm i'm really interested to see what happens with the tour de france if it actually gets pulled off if it actually happens it seems like cases are dropping in europe but they are rising in the u.s and the rest of the world i i don't know it should be interesting to see kind of what happens there so i'm curious to see if that actually goes down or if they do it without fans and if you know all the training these people are trying to do in order to stay with it i'm that i'm actually looking forward to yeah so the tour de france is what the third week in august it's like august 20 something something like that it's it's like the 29th and then the first like two weeks of september i believe if if i'm thinking correctly that sounds about right so we've got about a month Gosh, do you think go around the table real quick? Do you guys think it's actually going to happen? I don't think the numbers are going to change that much in a month. At least, I mean, I'm very US centric, right? So it, things don't look good here. Yeah. They don't I, look good here. No. Yeah, I think, I think as well, God, I don't know. I mean, I feel like things are opening up in Europe a little bit more than here. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if they do the Tour de France and US riders aren't allowed in. Right. I think they already left the, the States so they could oh, be they're over, already there. over there. Yeah, oh, I that, think that that's smart. That was smart. what their yeah. preemptive move was. Yeah. All of the U.S. riders that I follow on Strava have already—they're already in either Monaco or Spain or Girona or the only, they, they've already—they've already gone over there. Yeah. The, so the only ones that matter is is Sepp Kuss there and is Lawson Craddock there. They'd be the only two that really we care uh, about. Who else Lawson is there? Lawson Craddock is there, but I don't know about Sepp Kuss. Uh, Lawson Craddock is in Girona, so he is? but okay. I don't know about Sepp. Yep. Is Lawson still in the uh, EF yeah. first? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. I believe so. And okay. then Sepp is Jumbo Visma. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, how about any new products coming down the pipeline for this summer, Matt, that you know of? There are. Um, there's stuff that, you know, we can't talk about, but there's 
I'm trying to think of stuff that we can talk about. 2020 bikes are just released. Yeah. Uh, a lot of 2020, I think Trek, the Trek Madone. Um, can't mm-hmm. look at the handles, handlebars, can't do no. any of that. But no, no. Uh, BMC also did their new SLR01, uh, right? Yeah. The 2020 edition of that one just announced. Feel free to say no to this question, but can yeah. we tangent here and, and talk about a possible email communication that you got from Trek? Or is that something yeah. that you no, need to uh, like? Yeah, sure. So Trek, we always talk about Trek, you know, not um, not looking at their handlebars or whatever. And that's because... Mm-hmm. Uh, or their email inbox. <laughs> I... Um, had uh, some aero bars that basically the the stem broke um, while using them, and they were like, "You can't use the hand." Yeah. There's a lot of weight if you use the which hand, was not an uncommon bars. problem, but they told you was an uncommon. They said problem, it was. Which was a lie, they, ha- so. they said ha- they said they hadn't yeah. seen it, um, but then when I t- well, we don't know, but we then we talked to, I talked to someone else, and they were like, "Yeah, that happened to me three times, like same spot yeah. where the stem broke." So it seems to be like a, a defective item. Yeah. I'd be pretty shocked if you were the only two human beings who experienced yeah, that right. then the entire time. So, um, so I made a video on the channel, and then uh, that got out and eventually got passed around Trek. And they um, basically, I think the CEO saw it and told their kind of like uh, customer service rep to call me or text, you know, whatever. So they sent me an email to send you a fruit basket. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's totally that's totally the answer. Sorry about your shoulder. And uh, and he said, you know, like, hey, you know, he was super cool email. And he was just like, if you don't want to talk to me, like, I totally understand. Like, that's yeah. But he's like, but you know, if you do want to talk, like, can I call you? And I'm like, here's my phone number. I'd love to talk. I'm an open book. I'll tell you, you know, way more than you got in the 10 minute video. And and here are my questions for you. Like, hey, is this a defective part? Are there more of these out on the road? Uh, and I think I said something else, you know, like, hey, if this is if this is how your customer service is, like, what changes can you make to make sure that, you know, someone else doesn't have a similar horrible situation happen to them? Yeah. Uh, no call. No response. What? Whoa. What, are you serious? <laughs> no. After I sent that email to him and I literally sent. He That's sent a me very that. mature response. You could have literally well, told him. He, maybe, they're gonna, maybe they're going to call me today. I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll call on maybe they're air. Gonna visit. If they call on air, maybe we're going to re- recording it. We're going to record the whole call. There you go. But uh, that was, I think, a week ago on or so. Maybe no, it was maybe on Tuesday. Uh, and I, he sent me the email, and I probably replied within an hour because mm-hmm. it was one of those things where I did think about the reply. Like I thought about like what what I wanted to say in the email. Um, but I'm also like at my computer working, working yeah. and so I was there to <clears throat> see the email and reply. It didn't take me a long time. And so I figured, okay, uh, Wednesday he'll call me, right? Like, or whatever. You know, here's here's my phone number. Put it out there. Let me know. So follow up video. <laughs> I'm not gonna follow up. I'm not gonna follow up a video that's like these guys have horrible customer Trek service. Part two. Yeah. With, with another video that's like, yep, they have. No, they still have bad. They have really bad customer service. Uh, In case anybody was wondering, they still have really bad customer service. But yeah, so I don't know. I it's. It, I don't know. I could send them another email, but like, why am I harassing these? Yeah, why am I harassing these point. people so that they can talk to me about the problem that they're not willing to fix? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, right? What do I? What am I going to say? Yeah. So anyway, that was a total side tangent, right? Because we're Maybe supposed to be talking about worthwhile filter, completely worthwhile. We're, we're supposed to be talking about like new upcoming products, and uh, I think that Trek Madone, you know, bringing it back to the subject matter. I know that they just released a new Trek Madone. Um, looks cool. You know, it was also interesting. Specialized uh, released a new tarmac, and they did something interesting because all of this, you know, it's hard to promote these things. But 
they what they did was they made this app and you could do this augmented reality piece to it and so what that means is you can um it's not virtual reality augmented reality is slightly different and that being that you can uh, take a normal scene like you're maybe let's just say you're standing here or sitting here at the dialed lab endurance area and you're just looking around and you can actually augment that reality with a digital item so in this case you can take this brand new specialized tarmac bike and you can place it somewhere on the ground in front of you digitally so okay. then you're looking through your phone and you can go and you can look and inspect different parts of the bike you can get very close you can even look uh you know, at the component sets that are part of the bike and things like that. Really cool, um, interactive, augmented reality bit there that they did to help promote their new bike. So that was cool. And uh, and do you guys should check it out. Do you hear that, Matt? Do you hear? That's a plane flying over my head. That's about how far that just went. <laughs> so there's augmented, and then what's the other virtual? Virtual reality and, and virtual augmented reality. And, and augmented. And okay. I, what's cool is I've gotten to do exactly this stuff for unnamed clients that I work for. Oh. And so, um, you know, if it were like a shoe or something like that, then you can yeah. go look at the shoe and design the shoe or whatever it is, mm -hmm. but you can get really close to it and you can look, you can go around it in 360 degrees. And so it's like interesting to be able to look at a product. That's I crazy. You just need to see this to kind of get I a do. feel for it because I you do. are looking through your phone to augment the reality. Did right? you do it? No, I didn't actually download that specialized tarmac because I'm not in the market for a specialized tarmac. I was but just curious. Yeah. No, I mean, it. I should. I mean, I think it's... So, yeah, I could get into the complexities and what parts are hard and what parts are easy. It's not actually that hard to get um, like a 3D object to show up uh, in a spot. Uh, what's hard is designing, you know, getting the basic, the CAD model to look good and show up. And that's the hard part of gotcha. it. So lots is, of... Is that... LiDAR? Is that what they use? No, um, they don't. Actually, so there's there's two bits of it. The iPad has this depth sensor, yeah. uh, but that's only on the newest iPad Pro. And then the phones that haven't been announced yet, it's coming up in October. Uh, those are supposedly going to have some depth mapping. Gotcha. Uh, so that'll help with augmented reality. Uh, but it's... Um, it's using your camera and it's detecting flat planes to place objects on. Gotcha. Okay, makes so, sense. Yeah. And it can't, for example, like if your phone was behind the microphone here and the bike was there, like the bike would suddenly, part of it would pop in front of the microphone, right? So you can't have the depth to know where this product is compared to the microphone. Gotcha. So there's some things that don't look quite right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, this year, other new products that might be coming down the pipeline that I haven't seen a change for two maybe even two and a half years let's say wahoo kickers so they have the the 2018 yeah. gen 4s those have those came out right at the beginning of 2018 so we're coming up on three years right on those guys and we know that they had some issues with some earlier um models or versions yeah. of iterations of that anything coming down the pipeline that you know of or you've heard of i haven't heard anything um i this is basically what they kind of consider like tr indoor trainer season announcements exactly uh, right now and so um elite is a training a bike i think that there's a, a brand called elite and they make something called their direct drive something and so they have a new top of the line trainer sure. it's a big monster trainer like bigger than all the ones that we have uh, they're all big, right? But mm. this one's even like it's literally like twice the size of all the other ones. It's sure. so big. Uh, and they just announced that one. 
Um, but I expect, you know, all the companies tracks and kicker and to potentially make their announcements. I just don't know. Anything. Tax just came Sorry, out tax. with the, the tax Neo four S I think okay. is what it is. I think they came yeah. out with that last year, if I'm not mistaken. So, so probably that's, not. that's kind of semi-current. I usually would envision those being in a two year cycle. Right. I'm just kind of surprised. I mean, I know the Wahoo has been very, um, very good about like coming out with new stuff and i think they started coming out with things and what was it 2014 and we're on the fourth generation it just doesn't seem like they've come out with something in a while and you would think that maybe something would well, be coming down the pipeline especially knowing that they had some issues with their last one and they want to yeah. kind of come out with Update. a new and improved and we're coming up on trainer season yeah exactly everybody's buying them because of the pandemic yeah but now's the time yeah. if they can i'm sure they're working on something for sure i also think that they make that um tracks Sorry, um, they make that Wahoo Element Bolt, and that's three years old as yes. well. And uh -huh. it's a great computer. I've talked about it on my channel all the time, but it's like, hey, three years old, like time, you know, it's yeah. time for something to well, update there. Maybe that's, you know, kudos to them for making a product that kind of stands the test of time that's absolutely. like been going up against Garmin, who's come out with a few different um, computers in that, that time period. Yep. It's yeah. standing the test of time. It's it is. Still it's around. a good device three years later. Yep. Uh, but it's due for an update. Yep. I don't disagree. So. Yeah. Um, anything Evan, else? Components or anything <sighs> like that? You know what? I'm still, I mean, the SRAM access stuff is fantastic. I, I, I absolutely adore that stuff. Right. It's mm -hmm. been out for what? About a year and a half now almost? Year and change? Yeah, I think, well, I, think, SRAM, I, think I got the, it right after it came out. Right. So SRAM Red yeah. came out. Yeah, about. It was like, I want to say it was like March or April of 2019 is when that came out. And the four stuff wasn't too far behind that. I wonder what their cycle is. Yeah, the four stuff was like six months back after that, right? It took a little while. There was a big I, break. Yeah, it, the there was a break. I can't remember how long it was. I'd be guessing. But yeah. it's still, it's out. Right. I, it's been crickets from Shimano. They came out with their GRX stuff. The GRX is what I was going to say, They haven't too. done anything with their latest iterations of the um, the Durace and the Ultrago. So what's interesting is the the standard big conferences, like bike conferences, obviously aren't yeah. going to happen this year, right? Because yeah. it's like everyone in the bike industry like descends on Vegas. Well, they haven't done that for a few years. The, they, inter, they were, the Interbike show, they haven't... They were in Reno uh, I, you, when I was there they two, went to years Reno. two years ago. That yeah. was the last oh, one. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went to yeah. that. That was the last one. They didn't do it last year. Uh doesn't surprise me because it was bad numbers that year. Yeah. Cool yeah. stuff was there, but it, it was really, right. really bad numbers. Yeah. yeah. So but anyway, I think, I think I think it's because all the regional conferences are beating it now. So it's right. like Interbike isn't the place to be well, anymore. There's like sure. one in Chicago that people loved. Um, and then a lot of the big manufacturers like Trek and I do their own Specialized thing. were doing their own thing. Yeah. I think that's the thing to do. Yep. But to go back on your point, um, yeah, there's pandemic stuff going on. But right. what happened in the cycling industry over the last four months, three Blew months? Up. It is true, absolutely bonkers. Go call any bike country in the country. Yeah, bike, bike company, <laughs> company. Yeah, bike shop in the country. You're gonna get a an answer of like, oh my gosh. It has been absolutely maddening here. Yeah. And people call all the time looking for kids' bikes, looking for entry-level bikes. Yeah. They've been gone Which is for crazy because at Interbike, listening to their talk at Interbike would have been the most depressing thing you'd ever hear. Yeah, it was really? like just doom and gloom, like for cycling is dead in America, basically, and yeah. just a lot of a well, lot of negativity. And that's not – I mean, it's not like COVID's not funny, but like – it's so strange. Two years from now, you think a pandemic would have been the death sentence of bike shops, and now oh, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, the, you know, bike, somehow yeah. a bike shop seems to be the, the a good investment now. Name two different businesses or two different industries that have seen more of a spike than 
bike companies and virtual conference yeah. meetings. Video, gra- video games, probably. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. video games, maybe. Yeah. Mass manufacturers. V- video games, Zoom okay. meeting, and bikes. Zoom. <laughs> and Zoom's, are, <laughs> yeah. Zoom's doing okay. And Lysol. And that's yeah. about it. Well, I think Zwift's probably doing pretty well, too. But we'll lump that into the yeah. uh, cycling world. Yeah. Um, anything else out there in terms of products coming down the pipeline that you guys are maybe hoping to see some announcement from? There's anything? small stuff that I'm super interested in. Um, like aero sensors and aero meters and things like that. But I did talk with Garmin about that yeah. and I think I kind of followed up with you and it's, it's there. It's just shelved right now. Right. There's so. another company called aero labs. That's really doing some cool stuff with uh-huh. like a, basically it's two pedo tubes and it's, um, it looks quite fantastic. If they were promising. smart, they would just release it before Garmin does. They, well, I mean, like really, they, I think, they should just get out ahead of it. I think everyone is, if I think everyone's going to release before Garmin basically, and then yeah. Garmin will still come in and kill it, but yeah. it's, that's how Garmin is. And all of these are, it is such a niche thing, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm going to make a video going more into it, but like it's a pro triathlete, you know, type yeah. product or a pro time trialist type product or someone that really does care about those types, you know, testing equipment, and mm-hmm. testing those kind of things. Yeah. Speaking of equipment, we're about halfway through the summer. We've all been pretty active. You've been swimming a lot. Yeah. Evan's mm-hmm. running a lot, obviously. And mm-hmm. we're all, except for Matt, <laughs> biking quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Anything mm-hmm. that you guys think we should be kind of taking tabs on or like just kind of doing a little check, a little like, hey, how you doing? Um, you know, like bike chains, you know, or uh, tires or Matt's running shoes or yeah. snorkels. <laughs> um, snorkels, yeah. Replace yeah. your snorkel. Swimming stuff is easy, right? So it's just like, yeah, goggles, gog- goggles are kind of a little busted now. And the now. swim cap, just, just let it go as long as that swim cap will possibly you, hold until on you lose to it or it breaks. <laughs> uh, but bike stuff, obviously, you know, I talked um, in that Trek video that I did like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, check your components. You know, if you see corrosion like I had on my Trek, you know, bike like you know get it to a mechanic and even if the mechanic is like this is okay you may still even want to kind of like take the next step and be like yeah, let's just switch it out you know and um and hope that it's not a defective part uh you know also the you know the same side of the coin i guess on that would be mm-hmm. you know check with the manufacturers for any sort of recalls on issues like yep. that register uh, your bike if you register your bike yeah. you'll get those notifications which i think is huge that's big uh because a lot of times you know if it's a recall you drop it off the bike shop they'll take care of it for you and um and the bike shop gets paid by the manufacturer to do that that work as yeah. far as i know yeah. so going back to bikes um we're just talking about bikes in general usually a lot of people and it, this this year especially a lot of people took their bikes in to get service because they've probably been sitting in the garage for god knows how long you know right. years in some yeah. cases and they want to go out and ride so they're doing the right thing they're taking in it to get serviced and usually most people will take their bikes in to get serviced before the riding season starts which is usually probably springish time mm-hmm. and about halfway through a lot of these people they're not you know cleaning their drive trains and they're right. riding it maybe even more than they normally would so a, a real good telltale sign is listen to your bike. If your bike is making noise, that's generally telling you something is wrong because the bikes, more times than not, shouldn't be making noise at all, especially if it's a nicer bike. So mm-hmm. um, if it's making any kind of noise, it's probably a good time to maybe take it by your local bike shop if you can get an appointment. Uh, it's mm-hmm. pretty nuts there too. Um, so that somebody can have a look at it just to make sure that your bike doesn't have more issues down the road. You don't want to be buying new stuff that you didn't have to buy just because you neglected to do some basic maintenance and service midsummer might be a good time to check brake pads yep um you mentioned chain like check your chain wear. uh the easiest way you can do it with just a ruler 
Um, but you can also buy a chain checker tool, which is like 10 bucks or 15 bucks or something. It's something cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all these, there's, there's certain parts that I definitely think are worth at least just kind of checking brake pads, you know, make sure it's breaking. Okay. Make sure your cables aren't getting sticky. Yep. Um, Yep. Um, look for tire threads, beads, whatever tires, you don't want your tire to go out when you're booking down a hill and going into a turn. That's never going to end pretty. You might want to, if you're Lance, you might want to inspect your wheel and just make sure there's no cracks in it um, (laughs) before descending. That's always a possibility. You know, what's funny (laughs) is uh, my road bike, which is uh, fairly new, my chain was roasted and I hadn't checked it in a month or two. And so we were messing with it and realized, oh my gosh, the chain is like just it's totally yeah. done so that had to be replaced it was stretched twice as far as it should have been when it should yep. have been changed now there's different distances for 10 speed chains and 11 speed chains right is there something different for 12 speed chains because i don't know anything about so 12, 12 speed chains are they're new that's kind of a little bit of a conundrum there right it's pretty much just the ceram offering 12 right. speed mm-hmm. yeah so their chains they have a, a kind of a neat look to them the flat part flat on top. the top is as opposed to like the rounded chain like they don't stretch. <laughs> they don't stretch the way that conventional chains stretch. They have stretch. to stretch at some point. They they get rotational forces. They will stretch a little bit, but right. you'll put it on there. And there they'll are some chains that that, um, that SRAM make, and they'll tell you they, they do not stretch lengthwise. It's all torsional stretch. But they were saying you get basically twice the life out of them, right? You do. That's um, good. But those are, those are a tough one. You actually, they don't have a chain checker tool for the 12-speed check. They basically say that you need to pop the master link. You need to put it on the ground. You need to not. Um, you need to like have the chain facing up, and then you need to like kind of bend it to see what kind of the arc it has. Oh, so you're measuring the amount of bend. Correct. Like for a certain number of links, would you need to do like okay, at 20 links, it should bend. You should have this much of an arc. Yeah, and it's they don't even have a They're measurement that they can give you at this point in time. It's kind of a subjective thing where you need to look okay. at it and say, all right, it, it kind of looks like it's got too much of an arc to it now. Let's go ahead and put a new chain on it, and you want to base that kind of roughly up how many miles you've put on it as well okay yeah. we should talk to ceram and like get some real data i because i'm well i've been mean, going back and forth with them because i wanted to make sure that we're doing the right thing from a service perspective because yeah, cool. a lot of these chains last for a long time but right. those chains are starting to come back around and people are saying saying i think i might need a new chain so we're right. um we're, we're just trying to get a our what heads do you think up. like two years for your typical eight hour a week person so yeah it depends on the no, amount of I know. cycling when when you're biking as much as i am how much, so, in, how much you're climbing SRAM, if you're mad if you're going up that road that leads up to his house yeah. sram <laughs> always has lasted longer than the shimano stuff the yeah. shimano stuff i was getting somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred miles and that's using a chain checker and mm-hmm. changing it as needed um you know sometimes you're just doing a lot more like heavy climbing or sprint interval stuff and it's going to stretch faster yeah. Well, you're probably using Dura-Ace chain too, and I wonder if you get more durability out of something like a little heavier, like a Ultega or 105 chain. They were both stretching about the same rate. I try. I was oh, you actually were? running okay. both of them. I didn't do any kind of scientific yeah, testing sure. or anything yeah. like that, but they were all lasting roughly about the same time. Yeah. The the SRAM one, before I started using the 12-speed access stuff, was lasting a little bit longer. So that was, was kind of nice. Um, Going into it now with the the force and the red chains for the twelve speed, mm-hmm. you're we're seeing like three four thousand miles out of a chain. So it's probably like a Dang. for somebody that's doing like you were saying that the eight hours a week kind of thing. That's probably somebody that's going to be nine in that, months almost. Yeah. You know, seven to nine thousand miles, and it's probably going to be like you know at least maybe twice 
a month or twi- a month, twice a year that you're needing to change your chain out. So yeah. have you ever noticed the difference between the red chain and the force chain? No. Uh, well, have I've you only, tried both of them? I've only used the red to date. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but I've, I've looked at a bunch of them and they seem like they're wearing gotta, it about the same. There's got to be a weight thing, it, right? It's like all it's weight. Just, it's 100% weight yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So anyway. interesting. Yeah. So those are some things, though, that you might want to check during the summer months. Um, anyway, uh, let's move mm-hmm. on to the next question was, um, should we be training in 2021? Should be training for 2021. Tw- yeah. No, I think that's a good question. <laughs> it's a Snickers morning for you guys, for, for me, you guys. <laughs> I, I, need, I need more food in my belly. <laughs> oh. She's going to look right. So I think this yeah, is a good question. And, and maybe Lance should kick it off because his training plan was already based around a, a 900 day training program. Yeah, about 900 day, day, yeah, about 900 900 day, day training, training program. plan to, to stay champion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to glory. 900 days to glory. You know, I'm just not stopping or I'm trying not to stop training just with the hope that there are going to be some races i mean luckily we did have a race and i was fairly fit when the race went down and i ended up doing really well when we actually had a a semblance of a race you know in the northwest so i'm hoping that there's going to be some racing and so i'm just gonna keep kind of digging forward and keep training i mean what else am i gonna do but are you following like a strict training program are you just doing what you want to do no, um, I, I use trainer road yep. I use trainer roads outside workouts. I do. I actually haven't been on my, my indoor trainer since March, I think, or April. I haven't been on it in months. <laughs> I just ride outside, but, um, I use their program and, um, I, I was, I was on it pretty strictly at the beginning of the quarantine. And yeah. then I kind of backed off for a couple months and just, I did like two, um, um, organized workouts a week. And then the rest of the week I just rode for fun and Strava segments. And then, um, uh, lately without any really races on the schedule, I have kind of taken it easy, but I'm hoping there's going to be spring racing in 2021 and so i i'll probably start doing some kind of organized training pretty strictly again i don't know in the fall and in the winter so that i'm ready hopefully if there's some training or there's some racing in 2021 what about cyclocross you think it's over for 2020 i i just don't see it happening i know one of our series has already been canceled in the portland area another one uh, which is a really large um, series. They just have not made any announcements yet, but I just don't see how we recover enough to be able to hold the semblance of a cyclocross race. So I'm not hopeful that there's going to be cyclocross racing at all this year. Gotcha. You can't, yeah, you can't I think really it's... do a time trial format in a cyclocross race. That would be... <clears throat> Near impossible. I, very I think I think we can pretty safely guess that there's just not going to be group racing in 2020. There, there there may be some adjustments to try and do time trial, kind of like what Lance raced with the mountain biking and maybe some road TTs like we saw up in Seattle, but that would probably be about yeah, it. There was a race this past weekend here locally as well. Um, uh-huh. Lance did, oh, I forgot about that. The, That's right. Yeah, the Oregon Grand Fondo was mm-hmm. um, done in a time trial format. They sent everybody yep. out time trial and came back and put up the race results. And it's a long time the- trial. That's a really long time trial. <laughs> Spe- speaking of that, we'll just give them a quick kudos. We had five yeah. teammates who mm-hmm. won their respective categories 
and five another, teammates won their categories. And another that's teammate fantastic. who took a second place. So that's that's freaking awesome, man. Yeah. So um, kudos to all of them for getting out there and getting it done. So, yep. Cool. Um, but Matt and Evan, are you guys training for 2021? Matt? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I don't think. Okay, well, I'm going to say whatever the opposite of whatever Evan says. Yeah. But I think I know that, I know deep down you agree with what I'm going to say. Realistically, <laughs> personal and this, you know, personally, um, I think that f- I'm not in good shape right now. I don't think that's a mystery to anyone. Uh, it doesn't make any sense for me to like focus on any, you know, key event this year. Um, get healthy, you know, have maybe some internal personal goals to hit mm-hmm. and uh, and ride my bike and have fun and run healthy and have fun and enjoy the summer of swimming and not worry about racing so much. Absolutely. So this is where we're going to agree on one aspect of this. If you are somebody who's new to triathlon or cycling or running or swimming or anything, just take this time to not be structured and train for the enjoyment of it. I I genuinely do believe that right now. I really do. If you're like somebody's like, you believe it, but do you follow it? But here's where I'm going to say, but so (laughs) let's say that your goal is an Olympic triathlon this year. You should start to just enjoy the three sports, start to learn the process of getting, you know, some fitness underneath your belt. There's no rush. Just start to enjoy it. Find, you know, small little groups, you know, less than five, obviously, but like start to do little group training so you can get comfortable in the open water, get comfortable on your road bike, all that. If you are somebody who likes to chronically post a Strava and, has major goals and let's not name names lance exactly yeah if you're if you're somebody i'll who admit is that very driven in goal oriented results you need to be training right now period well i'm not i'm yeah. not going to get into that like and, and me and matt are going to argue over this right now i'm sure but like you have to treat this like it was a race season you can how, how many elite guys do you know right. matt that like took a year off and somehow that next year came back and killed it there. Right. I mean, we could probably name the ones we know cause that's how uncommon it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think even for you where it's like you have an Everesting attempt, that was like a serious training event that you yeah. trained for. I mean, it yeah. wasn't a race. It was in no way, shape, form or fashion a race, Yeah. but you probably um, trained for it, tapered for it and mm-hmm. recovered from that yep. event. So yep. while it's not a race, it's definitely not something that you were like, well, COVID, I'm going to put that off till 2021. Yeah. You know, no, you were going to like do it. In fact, probably it was helpful that there was this situation that you had all these breaks from racing yeah, to be able to do this. To be able to spend two, three months building for it. Yeah. And potentially the same thing with a solo Ironman where you mm-hmm. would potentially do something crazy like that by yourself because there's no racing, but you'll, you know, you would need to taper a little bit for that. Yep. Recover from that effort and probably give it a hard effort when you're actually out there yeah. as well. So yeah. I, I think that uh, you and I are definitely different, right? Where it's like me, that doesn't make any sense for me to try to like do an Ironman. Yeah, and, like crush yourself right? when you're trying like, to recover this I year would, too. It would be yeah. two hours slow and it doesn't make any sense to do it. Yeah. But for you, you know, like having that goal there makes mm-hmm. sense. So yeah. I think that for 2021, yes, you know, we're all training for 2021, but also no... Mm-hmm. We might be training for these events that we might put on ourselves. Like you might have a gravel hundred miler in yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Now, there's also something to be said about taking advantage of this time to build fitness that you wouldn't have otherwise gained because you're going to go through a yeah. training season. And in that season, it's really hard to find gains. You're doing your absolute best mm-hmm. just to hold on to what you did build in the yeah. last off season. So 
you can take advantage of this time to start honing in on a, a couple of little things like building up fitness, building up power numbers, getting yourself acclimated to bigger volumes that you can sharpen up for an upcoming season such as mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really good year in the sense that you can you can kind of see do I actually want to do this competitively? And that's, you know, and I'm speaking to a lot of the guys that I probably race to because I hear a lot of whining with professional triathletes right now. Just so much whining. And it's yeah. and it's like nobody cares a race is canceled. Like, get, get over it, man. Like, the race is canceled, so what? Like, every, just assume everything's going to be canceled this year. Right. If that is the only reason you were doing it was for the race, then you're really in it for not the right reasons. Like, and that is your job is to go and get race results. But if you're going to go through like an existential crisis every single time a 2020 race is canceled, then go find an actual job. And that sounds yeah. bad, I know, but like really, because this year you didn't race. Yeah. So like, if you're not working this year, what are you doing? You're putting together these training blocks and then saying, "I need to take a mental rest right now," or "I need to do this or that." It's like, if you can't find the motivation in this year without the races, then you're probably in the wrong profession, and you need to find right. something else for your own mental health. Yeah. Which is fine, but like. That's kind of like the the rough reality of 2020, I think, for people who want to be competitive. I, I think, think 2020 is an awesome year for people who maybe realized, I don't want to be competitive, I just want to have fun in this right. sport and go and do awesome rides. That is That makes me happy when I see people like, hey, I always planned on doing this ride around you know, uh, Clark County or, sure. or Crater Lake ride or yeah. always wanted to do Mount Hood ride. And I never got to do it because I was always just playing on races before. And they're like, finally, the, this year I had the time to do it. And that's awesome. I think that if you're competitive, though, and you can't find the races and the motivation in 2020, you're not going to find it in 2021. My only argument to that would be, what about that pro athlete could be cycling or triathlete? Or running, even. It's like, I'm going to give myself two years to do this thing. Because here's the thing, like, Mm -hmm. you're young, I'm going to give myself a couple years, but then I want to go get a real job later. And then one of those years is this. Happens to be COVID. It's like, I don't, you know, like, you know, you're, you're... you're going to complain probably like this well, is not a good situation. Yeah, if COVID yeah. was lasting, say, five years, very well could. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But let's mm-hmm. just say it's going to be a year-long thing. Yeah. What's add one more year to two years? I mean, if it's – Yeah. If, if, if we're saying like, all right, the next five years, there's no racing, yeah. I could see a point there. But if it's just like, all right, we already lost 20, 2020. Yeah. It, who knows how far into the year it's going to go. But you can come back in 2021. Eh, yeah. Just tack it on. It's not a big deal for us in our 40s. <laughs> It's a big deal for someone. Well, actually, maybe it is a big deal Olympic for Olympic hopefuls. 40. It's big. Um, it's a big deal for Olympic hopefuls. Absolutely. You know, if you're an if you're an Olympian that's forty, and then you're going to be an Olympian that's forty-one, that's a that's, that's a big difference. Or you're on your what is he on his fifth Olympic cycle? Abi. Abi Abdurrahman is that that guy? His he's fifth? he's actually forty-three or something. Yeah. That's um, a needle in a haystack. Different story. We're talking about totally. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but absolutely. but I'm but if you think about all the high school athletes, right? Like. You know, it's like, oh, well, that's just one extra year, but it's their senior year or it's their junior year. And it's like, well, then, they don't, then they don't get to do collegiate yeah. athletics because they didn't have that extra year of doing, you know, whatever it is. For for me, I'm thinking cross country, but, you know, it could be any other sport as sure. well. So mm-hmm. there are some upsides, though. I mean, for somebody like myself, yep. I don't think I would have been able to race this year. My shoulder was mm-hmm. killing me through yeah. the early season. I had surgery. Mm-hmm. I had to recover from that. I'm still not ready to go back out and race. And I'm I the, get a year to, to recover. Yeah, I'm the same so, way where mm-hmm. it's like, this wasn't going to be a good year anyway. Yeah, so exactly. It's good to have the time. I'm not getting any younger, but you know what? I can right. use this time to enjoy what I'm doing. And, and kind of to go back what Evan was saying, like, I can't speak to the swimming and running because I don't have that, that love and that passion like you two have. But 
being able to kind of change gears and just say, I, I love racing my bike. That's fun. But I'm not going to lie. I like just going out and riding my bike and having yeah. adventures a little bit more. Well, I, I think, think there's the, just a fun component to that. I think the gravel biking has been good for you for that purpose. Oh, yeah. It's like go and yeah, there's this, there's spots that you like to go go on the gravel rides, but it's, you're not killing it, right? I mean, you probably are going hard, but like you're there to have fun and see yep. the sights. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can still get a workout in if you want. Yep. You know, we used to go down to the dike before they closed it down and drop the hammer for, you know, three or six miles, depending upon how hard you want to go. That's a great workout. But yep. if you want to just to go down there just to cruise and see the Columbia River and ride with some friends and tell stories, you could do that too. Yeah, that's so nice. That's what I love about riding bikes. I mean, there are so many things that you can draw from that. You can be competitive on Strava. You can put a ton of work into going out and, and being sharp for a race. You can go out and have an adventure. You can go ride with your family. You can go ride just to burn some calories and have fun. Or you can go ride to decompress. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can take advantage of that. And not for nothing, that has really helped me personally through this time. Yep. This time has been difficult on a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And that has been a huge outlet. Love it. Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to do it so soon after your most recent surgery. Yeah. So Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lance? I've had a blast chasing Strava segments. I mean, yes, it caused me to crash, but that's besides the point. The fact that uh, that I've you know I've been able I've been fit enough to actually chase segments and be competitive has been super fun for me this summer. Even though there hasn't been racing, so that has been a big consolation prize for me, I guess. And some people don't care about that, and that is fantastic. It's just something i really enjoy and i have fun with so to each their own to each their own all right how about this um what adventures do you guys still have up your sleeve for the rest of the summer lance we're gonna i'm gonna save you here for a second just because i think you've got probably multiple adventures that i can just ramble on about evan what do you have up your sleeve for the rest of the year um out you know just really nothing that's like specifically oh i gotta do this ride or this run or anything like that uh just kind of right now building for next year is the main goal um that'll kind of last through the rest of the summer and then probably at some point take a small little rest break and then get back to it just planning for 2021 but really the the solo iron man would be the only thing that's on my schedule right now that and trying to take back larch washington yeah 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 that that would be another one for sure not gonna happen awesome Okay, go ahead, Lance. I know you want to. <laughs> well, the first big adventure actually starts tomorrow. It it will I, I will be unavailable um, and out of cell service range and internet service for the next four days because I'm going on a a whitewater rafting trip with my daughter down Cataract Canyon on the Colorado River. So that was one of the reasons why we came to Utah. My daughter is a. Uh, professional river guide for western river expeditions based out of moab utah and that's why we're here to do a four-day river trip with her me and my wife are gonna go spend some time with her so we're really looking forward to that um that's one big thing that we have planned i will probably head back to idaho um in september most likely to do some mountain biking and some gravel riding out there um beyond that it everything all all plans are soft i'm hoping that uh i get to get out of town a little bit more i've been very cautious about leaving town because of covid and because of the quarantine but um uh utah and where we're at in moab seems to they're in like phase four right now so everybody's wearing masks in town and everybody's being careful but it's a little more open than we are in the northwest right now nice just makes sense for big cities to be more careful 
Yes. For sure. How about you, Matt? What adventures do you still have in store for the rest of the summer? My summer is pretty swamped with work, unfortunately. Um, so there's not going to be a ton of adventures. Uh, I want to do some just like basic biking with a new bike, and I want to um, keep swimming outside as long as it's safe to swim in the, in the water outside. Uh, and, and that's it. I mean, super simple. Nothing crazy. You guys taking a trip back to Michigan this year? Or you guys gonna we, pass? That's what we were supposed to do last week. That's oh. where we were supposed to be all last week. But, you know, here we are. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I don't have too much in the way of like bicycling stuff, just some camping trips. Um, there will probably be a trip down to the Bend Sun River area, which I will for sure want to take a bike down That'll there. That'd be great. That's yeah. always a, a nice little trip. Um, and then it's it's not really summertime, but it's kind of getting into the fall. But I hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm not sure if they're going to do it or not, but the bike MS thing that I go do every year that I've oh, done yeah. for gosh a decade now you think that you think it's gonna happen <laughs> it's not canceled yet okay so but i i'm not hopeful i'm pretty sure that that's one of those that california's pretty rough right now it is so yeah and yeah. just mass start events i mean there's three to four thousand people that do that event every yeah. year so and you have not missed one for the past 10 years right uh i've missed one out of the last because the shoulder because the shoulder Crash. that was the year that i got hit by the car and okay. I, I just couldn't do it so that would have been my ninth and then last year was my 10th so this will wow. be my 11th year if if well, it would have been my 11th year if, if I was able to go. I just don't think that's going to happen. <coughs> Sorry. Well, hopefully, you know, they figure out a plan and, you know, they could try to, like, spread it out or something. It do- well, it it's... Or like, maybe they could do, like, Seattle virtual Portland. kind of thing. Where Seattle to Portland's doing it. You just have to go out and log the miles yourself. Okay. And, you know, that's kind that's, of... And it, if you raise money, that's the, your main goal anyway. You typically do raise some money with that. And so I think maybe that's one of the things that they could do is you don't have to fly to California, but you need to go do, is it three rides? Two. Two rides. Okay, 150 so miles. So 150 miles over two days. You know, they could make it cool that way. Yeah, maybe we'll come out with some. So we'll see. All right. Anything else that you guys want to add to this topic? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Let's do one last thing. Lance, start us off, bud. Um, my one last thing, um, I, I got nothing. I'm just partying in Utah. Sorry. Party on. Party on. Party on. Oh, speaking of which, Bill and Ted is coming out with a new movie called, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but. Oh, that's, um, um, Face the Music. Face the Music. Thank you. I think it's, I think it's called I'm Face the Music. You know, I'm glad you know Keanu the Keanu Reeves and who's the other actor? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm so pumped to see this. <laughs> it's wow. gonna be oh so my good. gosh, I'm so excited oh. to see that movie. So yes. Lance, Lance, that should be your one last thing. Yes. Okay. And yeah. rock I'm on, not, Lance. I'm not looking forward to that. That movie looks terrible. It's going to be fantastic. You look, you look terrible, Lance. <laughs> Evan, one last thing. Um. Oh God, I just had a funny one a second ago. It was Thanks, Matt. You just got Bill me thinking Ted. about Bill and Ted's excellent. Oh, uh, we just got through watching all seven Harry Potter movies. Ooh, wow! Took us about three weeks. <laughs> had you not seen them before? Uh, no, no, I, I, I'd seen them years ago, but it had been a while. You know, I think Daniel Radcliffe, by the time he was acting out, a seventeen-year-old at the end. What was he like? Twenty-six. Don't know. <laughs> what is up with these movies that, like, I mean, a mid-twenties person should never be acting out a high schooler. He, I'm glad that you guys watched that all through the series. That's Rupert, a good thing Rupert, what is his name? Rupert, uh, whoever asked out Ron. Your yeah. kids would all know this. Yeah. I'm sure your, your kids would know. Ethan Ethan Weasley. Rupert yeah. Greet. Rupert Greet. Thank you. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he he looks like he's like 30 years old by yeah. the end. He's like a I giant. I was like, oh, you're a junior in high school? I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> 30. I have grandkids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My kids have kids now. But yeah, uh, they're great. So anybody who needs a break from watching Zwift races flip on old harry potter movies they're great yeah uh, matt one last thing uh, i always have a video to, to 
discuss on one last thing. So um, this past one is actually cycling related because I talk about the Wahoo Element Rome versus the Wahoo Element Bolt, those two computers. So um, yeah, I talk about the differences in those computers because a lot of us do a lot of Garmin things and I think Garmin's a great company, uh, but it's nice to look on the other side of the coin and just check out other computers. So saw a few pokes on uh, Strava this week. Or this weekend. Oh, a lot. the people I with the Wahoos too. are like, wah, 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 yeah. to the people with Garmin's. Like, there were some like, very uh, funny memes. Yeah. Didn't very, have any problems uploading yeah. Yeah. with yeah. my... No $10 million ransom over here at Wahoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to video, Matt. Thanks. Do a good job. I, I like the little figurines that you're using too in the beginning. They're totally... I started... Roll. It was kind of like random or whatever. And then people would mention like, oh man, look, there's a little whatever. Lego, Lego guy. Lego guy or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm just like, now it's going to be in every video. Are you going to come in every video. Are you going to like the grocery store or the store and going to the... Or are you just raiding your boys? Do you realize if oh, I went, yeah. if He's I got went, so many Legos over. If there. I went and bought Legos for a video, I mean, it's maybe the craziest thing. Oh. I have thousands <laughs> and thousands of Legos. I have a room of our house dedicated to Legos. Wow! And well, it, it's it's not enough space. It spills out all over our house. There's Legos everywhere. Yeah. Well, this past one was the Black Panther, if I'm not Black mistaken. So it wasn't a Lego figurine. So right, it's just a figurine guy. Did you yeah. snag that from the boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That okay. Sam was playing with that, and so and there's just figuring. So literally, <laughs> yeah. like, I'll just be like setting up a, sh- a video, you know, a shot to do a video, and I'll just like grab some toy that's like <laughs> right there, and I'm like, okay, Black Panther. I do try, like, if it's a smaller item, you know, I might try and grab a smaller toy to put in there. Sure. Uh, but yeah, there's just. I mean, you should. Sometimes it'll be like this table has tons of Legos on it. Let me just push them away and keep one. I mean, it's so much. Lego stuff at our house. My my yes. second one last thing should be you should start like a conspiracy video on the whole garment situation from yeah. Wahoo's point of view. Now you just okay. came out with the Bolt and Rome video. Should be right after that and we should simulate like the Wahoo was the one that actually Wah- hacked them and <laughs> yeah. then just come up with random conspiracy things. One whole video. And we can like, wear a tin hat while we're doing and it. And it too. should always be like <laughs> Wahoo seems to be uploading just fine. Yeah. Did Wahoo, like, yeah. qu- always question. Oh, Did yeah. Wahoo hack Garmin? Exactly. Were there aliens in Wahoo's, you Gar- know, server or whatever? I don't know. Wahoo's budget $10 million richer here. <laughs> Did they hack Garmin? It's always yeah. like, I'm not going to say that they did, no, no, but no. we're always going to question Ask it. the question and then zoom in real quick <laughs> with zero factual backing and then just switch topics. <laughs> like, yeah, perfect conspiracy theory. There Love we go. It. Be a great YouTube video. Okay, we'll do it. That would get so many clicks. <laughs> it would. My one last thing. Going to be gone for four days. Well, actually, yeah. three and a half. He's going to the you woods. You need a break, man. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Need to go in the woods. Going to be doing some fishing. What's the over oh, nice. under on the number of oh, trout? This is a good one. Okay, that I, I know. Catch. I know Lost that you're Lake. a very good fisher. We've talked about this before. Yeah, serviceable. Yeah, Lost Lake. No, I think I think you're pretty I can good. Catch the fish. We've we've talked. So well, in Lost Lake, well, they'll have some. Is lo- okay. Right so there. so Lost Lake will be pretty. I think pretty it'll be stocked. Decent, yeah. Okay. Over under how many days? Four uh, days. You want me to throw out the first number? Will just, you be fishing me, all four just days? Just me personally. Just you. Yeah. Well, three days. I'm gonna fish for at least three days. Okay, so three days. I'm gonna say twelve. Twelve. Okay. That's a good over under, oh, actually. 12 yeah. is a good over under. Yeah, it's a good over under. I'll go over on 12. You're going to go over? I'll go under. Okay. I'll, I'll go, go under. over right. on 12. I like to throw out the sacrificial number. And then How about the winner gets one? One of the fish? Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I'll bring it home. I'll smoke it, it for you. If it's 12. I'm on it. Yeah. It has to be 12 for me to win. 12. Okay, I'm going over. Yeah, okay. Matt's, Matt has to hit 12. One. Lance goes Matt, under. I go over. You know, Matt, if I win, you can have my uh Oh, thanks, trophy. Lance. Oh, Vegan. thanks, Lance. God. <laughs> Mr. Vegan. So, Matt, what was yours? 12. You're 12, you're even money? Yeah. I'm over 12. All right. Just for reference, last time, um, there's no motorized boats allowed on that lake. So, we will t- um, at least one day, we'll rent a rowboat for the entire day. 
and I think between my myself and my kids, I was playing deck handling all day. Twenty seven trout in one day. I like that's, my odds. But, that, but Barrett, I like my odds. Twenty of those were Barrett. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So <laughs> we're gonna go with twelve. Yeah, my kids I think, will definitely I think catch removing me. the young man from the scenario. I still like my odds. Yeah, yeah. he. Um, he he loves fishing and riding. Uh, one other one last thing too. Matt will know about this. The bunker. Have you been to the bunker yet in, uh, in Camas? Didn't I talk about? It? So it's. I like, think we talked the bunker about bunker is like the all the, the jumps and stuff. Yeah. yeah, we were there. We talked about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. My son's coming to me. He's like, yeah, I need some full finger gloves. I need some pads. He's got friends down there now, doesn't he? Oh yeah, they're down there all the time. And oh yeah, he Going leaves. To the bunker. He reminds me a lot of myself when I was a kid. When I was about that age, I was telling stories about this in past podcasts. When I'd be on my little BMX bike. Leave in the morning after breakfast and yeah. go ride bikes with my friends. Mom, be home at you know, whenever. You know, come home and yeah. some days just have lunch and then leave again. Or sometimes not home until dinner time. That's kind of been him. He wow. like he leaves in the morning, rides his bike down to see his buddies, and they're riding all over Camus. It's kind of nuts. I mean, he's communicating with us and letting us know where he's going, so yeah. we have an idea. Do you feel it, like he needs a cell phone? Kind of. We've, That's kind we've, of what we were talking had, about. We, we just talking had that discussion. Yeah, yeah, we had that discussion over the weekend. one of the so. crickets that just has like three numbers attached yeah. to it. <laughs> the little <laughs> flip ones. This is he'll be so cool. <laughs> it's a Lojack machine. Oh, he'll be he's so like, cool by the way. Here's so, a Samsung. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been going to this place called the Bunker. And I know that there are some older kids there that have been um, really getting into the building process. And there's some yeah. funny, other funny shenanigans. Well, not funny shenanigans. Shenanigans that have been going on there, but... That's all sort of. You've been down there and checked it out, right? I have not. Oh, you gotta go check it out. It's It's really amazing. They even made a sign, that that's hung from two trees. That that you haven't seen the sign. They made a sign. I haven't seen the sign yet. It's on the other side. I gotta see this next time. Okay. Yeah, at the top of like Lackmas Lane and Jasmine, and there's like a little walking trail, and then they climb up the tree. They they made this special sign, and they hung it up there, and it says the bunker. So that, that is that, so Those are the same woods that back up to my house. Yeah. So my trail goes and connects to their stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. That's so nuts. It's cool. They've done a good job. Except for they leave trash everywhere. We'll have, we'll have a it chat. Was like, it was like yeah. energy drinks. You're, it's not your kid that's yeah. doing the trash. But. Well, I, I can talk to my kid to talk to other kids, and they can be yeah. good kids, and they can be responsible. It's yeah. tough being the youngest kid there and telling other old kids keep not to the keep bunker. Can you hear them from your house? Yeah. You can? Oh, are, yeah. are they pretty loud? No, I mean, they're. I, I like what they're doing. I think they're building cool stuff. I'm really happy for them. I want them to do it. Is it safe? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean... They're pretty gnarly jumps. Yeah, the, it's, As the ambulance know, service. Some, there's some your, kid that's uh, gonna break his leg. Yeah, I mean, but that's just sta- <laughs> that's standard stuff, right? But there's yeah. houses right there that they're gonna be able to run up and be like, "Hey, I mean, kid broke his leg." Some of these jumps are like, you know, there's like a ten foot gap. They're, they're like yeah. jumping this table, but like the, the depth that they're jumping over is also like the depth of this table. I mean, these are big yeah. jumps, and uh, they're good at it. They're good at doing these things. They're but very good. It's yeah. uh, not safe. Yeah, well, we there's some safer safer lines though. Yeah, definitely that like Ethan was able to hit pretty well. Maybe we should get our team together and get everybody who rides mountain bikes to Go to roll there. in one day and just say, "Hey, what's up, guys? Show us your place." <laughs> all being kids, they'll that'll, be, they'll be that'll be when somebody yeah. breaks their leg. It'll be Lance, they, yeah. and Lance they will break are. his leg. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're so proud of it too. So yeah. they are, they would love to see a team. Well, maybe we can go back and recruit some kids for the mountain biking. The mountain biking, yeah, our juniors. Exactly. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. One last thing out, uh, Patreon. We didn't talk about the Patreon mm-hmm. today. I don't have any news um, to report. We don't have any new patrons uh, yet, um, and I'm going to do another drawing next week, and we'll do. Ooh. We'll get back Now's to our the time, people. Yeah, we'll do our Patreon spotlight. So if you mm-hmm. enter in um, or sign up to be a Patreon, how do they sign up? They can go to dialpodcast.com. The landing page there will have a big button right there that says Patreon. And click on that. It'll take you into the Patreon site. You can sign up and see all the different levels to become a Patreon. 
and we would love it. Um, and then you'll be a part of that raffle drawing that we will do next week for a prize to be announced. I think it might have to do with something that you, if you have an itch, you do what? I was thinking it was going to be like some sort of dialed sock or something. Now I'm trying to figure that out. Scratch it. Scratch. Oh, scratch. Oh, yeah. Yes. Maybe nutrition. Scratch. scratch. Oh, nutrition. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That is super nice of all of our current Patreons. We really do appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty awesome. Um, we will also do our Patreon spotlight next week. Didn't get a chance to do a bunch of research this week. I'm just going to be transparent yeah. on that. It has been absolutely bonkers down here, but um, you know what? We will be caught up next week because I'm going to take a little vacation and I'm going to maybe take some time to actually look and see what's going on out there in Strava land. Cool. Um, anything else from you guys? No. Thanks for letting us good. do another podcast. It's awesome. Always yeah. Appreciate it. Lance, thank you for taking the time out of your adventure to jump on Skype and chat with us. Um, we will be back here next week, I hope. <laughs> That's the plan, at least. And um, this podcast might actually come out a little bit early. If it does, oh, yeah. you're welcome. Um, but at worst case scenario, it will be out on time. And you guys can enjoy it then. We appreciate you listening. Everybody have a great week. Bye for now. Bye.